When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Lavatory, lavatory, lavatory. Lava lavatory. Bah, Gonna bah. love that Tory, yeah. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with <laughs> five, <laughs> five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. You're Andy. Mm, I am. Who am I? Say my Why name. change now? You're you're <laughs> you're Alistair. You're Alistair. George William Chomblai Birchall. Mm. Hello. Um Andy. We were yes. we were just discussing, and just we may as well just put it here um, yeah. about that you thought the term front bottom could also mean penis. Yeah, I mean, I'd always thought it had. I, I you know, I, I, I talk about it all the time. Often during sex, I talk about my front bottom. You know, it's it's one of the. <laughs> I thought it was cool, you know. Yeah, you, you, like as in, like that was the temperature of your front bottom. <laughs> <laughs> My front bottom is cool. <laughs> That's isn't that a normal thing to say? <laughs> oh, the temperature of my front bottom is low, relative to the you know body. The rest so of my the rest body of temperature. my body. Yes. Well, is this not normal? Sex I mean, I could imagine that maybe if you had just like, let's say you got out of the shower and you dried mm. a lot of your body, but you hadn't dried your junk yet. Yeah. And and then you were in the position of kind of like a little bit like in the plank position, dang, you know, sort of above your beloved. And you were just <laughs> noticing in your very breezy room how you were saying, my front bottom is cool <laughs> because of the uh, all the air that passes through the rural air. Yeah, rural area that I am living in. And there's no... No good windows or walls. That's right. We're outdoors. We're outdoors. We're in a paddock scenario. Well, there's no wall that can that can contain the drafts out there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, at least I have a neighbor. I have a neighbor whose wall at least partially protects my wall. So even if my well, wall was full of holes, Alistair, we are on a we are actually on a wind farm. And around this time of year, the boy wind starts to get very interested in the girl winds and they get, you know, the winds start charging at each other with great force. Ah, and yes. Love. Sometimes they can. The courting. You know. The courting. The, the rutting of the winds. The rutting? I don't know what the rutting is. Alistair, the, what, how would you feel yeah. if I came to you with a sketch suggestion, which is for a wind farm, yeah. right? But it's a guy who farms wind. Now, Jar- John Oliver did that bit in his comedy album years really? ago about uh, really about over farming the wind, and then we oh. probably also did a bit, a little bit about that. Um, but you know about over farming the wind, and then kites laying limp on the ground. Oh, I don't remember that at all. But that's not what I'm. I'm not focusing on that part of it. I'm s- focusing on the the wind husbandry aspect sure. of having to, you know, um, you know, look after the wind, feed the wind. So you're rather than um, a crop, you're treating it as a as a as an animal. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. That's like that's cattle. Fresh, brand new. <laughs> that's that's like brand new. John new Oliver would not touch that. Wonderful topical thing of wind farming you seen these wind farms yeah wind what about you know riding the wind like a bull yeah yeah sure a wind rodeo that'd be great you build you you could i mean that's more or less what um paragliding is a kind of wind rodeo yeah like you know that's close yeah yeah Um. (laughs) i mean if I think it would be great. I want what I want to do is I want to build a uh, a a paragliding parachute that's sort of more like a saddle that for, you can climb on top but, of. But also right? one that for more for taking off 
from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but you could yes, you could sit on top of it, right? And you can you can sort of it it bucks and stuff and you can I guess uh, you can can whip it if you if you really want to. <laughs> um yeah, is there I mean, you know what's closer to a wind rodeo is those wind tunnels that you that you Oh have. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that blow blow you up. Yeah. And you have a some sort of suit on, a wing yeah. suit and you can sort of hover in it. You know what's the bit My- that I that I never I never can relax about when I think about those things is about those those spinning blades beneath them. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and you go, oh, it's great that they're floating, but what about if yeah. they fall through that thing into the spinning blades? Yeah, my gosh! And then, and you're like, and um, don't worry, you're separated from it by several meters of air. <laughs> you know, that thing that famously is bad. At yeah, we've put a little bit of fencing things. in between you and the thing. Yeah, that's true. You know, but. But, like, you know, if anything went wrong with one of those blades, you think they wouldn't go flying through that fencing like like, oh, a, yeah. like a butter? Like yeah. a, uh, let's see, like a warm spoon through melted butter. Like a warm spoon through soy sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even easier than going through butter. Is miso paste, is that just sort of like a, uh, a, a, a butter version of soy sauce? Alistair, I, don't, I, I, need, don't. <laughs> I need an answer. Um, <coughs> I think that I don't know what miso paste is made out of, but it feels like mm. it's more substantial than just salt. I bet that if you made a butter soy sauce yeah. or a soy saucy butter, yeah. that would be amazing. People would fucking love that, and they would put that on their sandwiches. That could be the new thing. I guarantee. Like, you... you Imagine a sandwich that you could just spread buttery soy sauce onto. That's what Vegemite is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) You've just invented Vegemite, Andy. Uh, You've no, I haven't. No. This is. I think it. I think it would be different. I. I don't know how right now because they've made they've made Vegemite that has cheese in it, but they haven't made Mm. a Vegemite that already has the butter in there. That's it. Now that's 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 a no brainer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Have to bring a whole stick of butter with you the whole, you know, on your when you're sort of a are you sort of pack you're on a like a you're on a pack mm. animal. Mm. Yeah. A wolf or something like that and you're <laughs> traveling through the desert. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so you got to you got to travel light, you know. Cuz the wolves they're not <laughs> they're not beasts of burden. They're not beasts of burden, so they're they're already not that happy about carrying you. Yes. I mean, if we could, um, if we could, you know, it's very hard to get um, helium balloons to the point where you could um, actually float around on them in a reasonable way. Yeah. Right. You need a lot of helium balloons, but you might be able to get enough to reduce your weight enough that we open up whole new species as possible beasts of burden. Right. Once you once you reduce your body mass, um, or your you know your your downward force. On the animal, yeah, with enough with balloons, you could ride almost anything. That's right, yeah, yeah. So and, and that's and, exciting. And as long as they're happy to have the wind resistance uh, slow them down yeah. from all the balloons. Do you think that well, that would that would we be worse? We might have to invent a more streamlined balloon. Right, like a like a sausage balloon, a balloon uh, that stays. I'm that, thinking one that's. Mm, I'm like thinking a, one that's pointy. You know, aerodynamic. You know, it's got a. Like a rocket. Like a rocket, exactly. Or like a wing? Do you think it's like a wing? Uh, yeah, it could be a wing, a vertical wing maybe, or a horizontal wing. There's no reason it couldn't be horizontal. Oh, yeah, hor- a vertical no wing. No reason. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, we have not come up with a sketch idea this is, yet. Is this the worst episode of Two in the Think Tank? I know, but we we can't. We can't guess at this early stage whether or not no. it's truly the worst. No, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. And that is to continue all the way through. Through to the end. Well, I mean, we would need to have a sketch idea in order to even be able to uh, <laughs> to find out whether it's the worst one in terms of the recorded sketch ideas. 
Yeah, sure. Maybe it could just be that my standards have been too high so far. So maybe this is mm. the best two in the think tank episode. Mm. Yeah, it could be. In terms of the output, the potential output with my standards <laughs> this high. <laughs> it's unrealized nature. Um so um okay, right. wait, we did start talking about uh the front bottoms. Um Yeah. Uh, oh, but that's right. And I was going to make a point that that front bottom could work for penis if you use it as a as a coordinate 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 system. Yeah, on the um, yeah. I mean, we've already talked on the podcast about how the bottom isn't really the bottom; it's sort of more, much more the middle, and your feet are your bottom. Yeah. But but if we buy into this whole, I mean, if 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 that's true, and the bottom really is the bottom, then the feet are well into the negative numbers. Whatever whatever's below the sure. bottom, there's yeah, they're yeah. in the. You know, you think, um, you think of the genital region as kind of the horizon, or the uh, the zero and the axis on the yeah, y axis. the zero and the yeah, the y axis. Sure, because um, but, but do you think of this of this, the horizon as being the sort of the zero on the Earth axis, uh, y axis? Because like, you know, there's probably about as much sky as there is ground underneath it, right? Yeah, I mean, the only problem with that is the curved nature of the Earth. If you believe that. Right. Yeah, yeah, which I do, but but it's it's one of those y axes where it goes, it, it would go, uh, you know, sort of five, four, three, two, one, zero horizon. That's the mm. that's where the land starts in the distance, right? Mm. And then ground, 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 which is like minus one, minus two, minus three, minus four, minus mm. five. Then sure. let's say let's say minus five is like the center of the Earth. <laughs> okay. Then it goes. <laughs> then it starts going. Minus four, minus three, minus two, minus yeah. one. Wow. And it's like a circular axis because then mm. it's curving back around maybe. And and then it rejoins back at zero. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes back and then up it again. Back, back up again. Now, is this, did I just yeah. create a new type of axis? <laughs> I, think, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be an interesting way to talk about where things are on the earth. Instead of using the latitude and longitude, we have a sort of a three-dimensional axis system that maybe starts in the in the core of the Earth, and we define everything on the relative to that on on the shell. Yeah, be a it would be a bit of a nightmare, I think. You think so? Uh, but maybe but, we it's just the nightmare we need. But it's kind of hard because, like, so many people, you know, there's there's more people deep underground now. Than there's mm. ever been in ever in history's time, mm. you know, mm. history's time. Yeah. Um, that's true. We've we've got people deeper than they've ever been. And how do we tell people where they are? You know, we're also probably the deepest mammal. So we are. There's no. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're both probably the highest the, and the deepest. Mammal. The deepest vertebrate. You think so? Yeah. You think that there's some mm. invertebrates that are go a bit deeper? Well, it could be. Could be nematodes or something. What's you know that? those what those nematodes are like. Is that, a, little is worms. that a type of toad? <laughs> no, they're tiny worms. You know, a lot of people think that a nematode is actually a type of toad, but it's not a type of toad at all. <laughs> um, buffaloes Alistair. actually don't. Buffaloes actually don't have wings. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy with the correcting people on obs- on. On things, incorrect things that nobody's getting incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. just write that down, guy. Okay. Thank God. Ooh, we're on the we're on the board, Andy. It took thirteen point yeah. one eight minutes. Yeah. You know, um, uh, people think that um, the game of cricket is an insect, but it actually isn't. <laughs> They're not playing is an this, insect. This is, is this what the, is, is, this is this what you're doing? Is this the same I, guy? I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is the same guy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like mine's mine's even worse than yours is. Sure, sure, but I mean, like you know, he could we we could find a way in which you know he could sound he could think he sounds smart. Mm. Um, now, now we're not when I'm saying that I'm not talking. They're not talking about the insect. When people talk about the front bottom, everybody thinks that poo comes out of it. It doesn't actually. If you look closely, no poo comes out. <laughs> <laughs> But if you look really closely, things that don't need to be corrected. Look, yeah, I mean, but you know, if the, if if that's the front bottom, then that is the. I mean, is the is the other bottom the back bottom, 
and is the middle bottom the perineum or the w- w- the actual bottom? Yeah. Or is the back bottom is the back bottom? Yeah. The back bottom and the front bottom. If it's well, just the bottom, it would make the foot the bottom bottom. Uh, and it would make the good. head the top bottom. The top bottom. bottom. <laughs> the to- <laughs> I that's what I call my mouth. My top, the top bottom. bottom. <laughs> my top front bottom. I mean, that's disgusting. Um, I think that's fine. I think I'm okay I know, with that. I would almost write that down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The, uh, it, the, okay. It's the bottom system. Front bottom system. I mean, if, you know, we've, we all know that the human beings are basically just an elaborate anus because we start as an anus when we're developing in the womb. That's the first feature we develop. And, and it all just goes from there. So it makes sense. Um, pores are these are the uh, the now we're we're getting out of the top and, and coordinate uh, bottoms, but they're the uh, the the omni bottoms because the they're kind of everywhere. Uh, they're kind of everywhery. <laughs> everywhery <laughs> is how I feel a lot of the time. <laughs> everywhery, yeah. It's a great it's a great adjective. Yeah, it's very um, God. God is everywhery. Like and when you say everywhere, are you picturing like W E A R Y? No, no, H E R Y, everywhere. Uh, but right. uh, my, this is this is what I call God in my in my uh, illiterate Bible. Right, yeah. I'm I'm rewriting the Bible to. Take out any word that might be difficult to understand, which is yeah. probably a good idea, right? They were, they were. I mean, they started out in Latin, and then it went into English, which was they they made it the most difficult to understand. Yes, no, they <laughs> actually did. <laughs> that was the whole point, was it? Okay, so that yeah. regular people couldn't do it, and then they they, they you needed you needed a middleman that you had to ch- you had to pay, you had to give them the yeah. monthly donations, yeah, to translate it for you. But now uh, I'm going to make it even, you know, even d- dumb it down even further. A lot of technology is trying to remove the middleman, but actually our company will allow you to put the middleman back in. <laughs> We're Middleman Inc. <laughs> now, Come on down to Middlemania. Yeah. Now, have you got a transaction that you feel <laughs> is is too is easy? too streamlined? It's too streamlined. Well, we could we could put a ban in between you and you and the thing you're trying to do. Mm. Now at Middleman Inc., uh, <laughs> when you're when, when money is transferring hands, how many hands do you want it to to pass? Mm. I think uh, a safe think... set of hands to get in between you and your streamlined transaction. Uh, you, if <laughs> if you if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, just contact one of our many middlemen, and they will pass it on. I mean, just just we just contact. We have another company that you can contact. <laughs> yeah, no, they that's call, right. Um, the the uh, phone bros. They will <laughs> they will pass. Call the phone bros, and they will pass your message on to us, Middleman Inc. Mm. Phone bros are, are joyful graduates of Middleman University. One of our biggest success stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Middleman, middleman university. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to picture it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I also think middleman Inc. is all middlemen. Everyone who works there is a middleman. Yeah, <laughs> it's just people. Walking around, handing each other pieces of paper and saying, "Can you get this to Greg?" That's yeah. yeah can yeah. you get well, this to Greg? I sure. Could, I then could, I hand it to someone else. I could picture a lecturer who speaks in you know, sort of like you know, Cantonese or something like that, and then he has to have a translator, mm. and the translator speaks in Portuguese. You see, and that Portuguese translator needs his own translator. I mean, you could you could imagine a um a a, a middleman. 
is it possible for a situ- for, for a society to work where everyone is a middleman, or do that? Would they have to create some sort of imaginary deity? Right? Would they have to create a god? Uh, who is the ultimate destination of all things? I think if you raised everybody to be middlemen, yeah. then they would need to have something to believe in. But what if you the made your society of, a, a circle? Well, see, maybe it's great. Maybe the idea of everyone being middlemen is is a utopia. Yeah, it's, and everybody's doing something for somebody else. It's the yeah, opposite. That's of, right. It's the there's opposite no of, ego. Yeah, there's no ego. It's the the individual is less important even though you're all individuals doing your own thing you're doing something yes. for everybody else and if there's one thing i know from meeting real estate agents it's that middlemen never have an overblown sense of their own self importance that's right and the <laughs> that and they they never delude themselves into thinking that society could function without them ah oh, yeah that's it's not good but um, but maybe it's also because they've been given too much power. If everybody was a middleman and you could just switch from that middleman to another middleman straight away, they would mm. their own self-importance would be diminished. If we want a society with low self-importance, yeah, I but I I think uh, you know in our middleman society though it makes me think that maybe everything would be a real estate agent style transaction, right? So every time you sell anything. You yeah. need to hire a realist, you know. Oh, the, even if you you're know, buying, if you're like selling, a, you're buying a croissant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you meet a guy. He go, "How you going?" Yeah, and he walks you around the bakery and he points the things <laughs> yeah. in the display case. Yeah, exactly. And he um, really, I really you like know, that a lot. Yeah, and so the 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 baker has made this really shit <laughs> croissant. <laughs> so they, <laughs> but they have a. A real estate agent who really hypes it up, um, gets some photos taken of the croissant that are that make it look much bigger and fluffier than yeah. it actually is. <laughs> that you can't he's, see. They Photoshop out the mold on the croissant. Yeah, he's showing you the croissant on a tablet outside. Yeah, the bakery first, and you're like, well, <laughs> you know, we were looking on the way here, and yeah, he's like, yeah, this is. We've decided that this is the one we're going to go for, and he's like, all right, well, would you like to go in and have a look at it? Yeah, and then yeah. you. He, but he gets you to write your name and stuff on a piece of paper first before you go in. Gets you all your contact details. Yeah. Then you go in. You walk around the croissant. It's disgusting. You look at it. You but then, leave. But no, no. Then you get a guy who comes in and he's a professional evaluator. Yeah, great. <laughs> and he's like, "Look, it doesn't look good right now, but in this current market, uh, yeah, this is." Probably the best you're going to be able to get this for this price. This is more or less what you'd expect the condition to be of a for a croissant of this age, <laughs> and in this price price range. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you in the end, after all of this, you decide not to get it, and you go back to just your rental croissant in the suburbs. Rental croissant. Yep, that you're paying two thousand dollars a month for. The metaphor is falling apart. Indeed, but falling, I lo- but yes, well, yeah, because we've we've turned it all into a croissants instead of houses thing, rather yeah. than every transaction fine. is going to be a, a middleman transaction. That I mean, that you know, they there's it's a big world of possibility. You know, you go, all these things. You go into your phone and you go, ah, all right, well, let's let's uh, use Google Maps to get back home, and you click <laughs> Google Maps like that. And then he goes, burr, 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 burr. he goes, hello. He goes, yes, uh, we're hoping to use the Google Maps app. He goes, all right. Um, and have you I'll used... Ju- I'll, <laughs> I'll just get it up on my phone. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then he describes yeah. it to you. All right. Where to go. Yeah. And then you hear the voice say, turn left at the next turn. And he goes... <laughs> Oh, right, at the next turn, yeah, turn left. <laughs> and then occasionally you hear the voice say something, but you don't hear them say something. Yeah. And you go, yeah. do we need to turn right? And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 or he or he, he tries to, because um, he's got to main t- try and create the illusion of his value. So he's like, no, no, no. no. That was something else. And he tries to act like he knows what he's doing, Alastair. 
That's right. And then it goes, dung, dung. you can hear that thing. And then dung, dung. you go to kiss your beloved, but instead you kiss another man on the mouth. <laughs> and he who's sitting in the back seat. Tries, he tries to remember the kind of kiss you gave him. <laughs> and then he kisses your beloved for you. Sorry, I'm just trying to remember the kind of kiss you gave me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, can you kiss me again? Just one more time? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, and then he, <laughs> and then uh, you see your wife enjoying it, and you're like, I think you're actually. I don't. That doesn't look like the kind of kiss. <laughs> she yeah. never enjoys the kisses I give her that much. <laughs> Are you sure you're doing yeah. the kiss I did to you? Because also, when I kissed you like that, you weren't enjoying it as much as she's enjoying the kiss you're giving her. <laughs> oh yes, but she's more into you than I am into you. So it makes sense that yeah. she likes the kiss you gave me more than <laughs> and then, that I did. And then you start trying to go to this to this kissing middleman for advice on how to kiss better, but then your mm. wife has to become the middleman. Mm. And you go, I'd like to speak to the middleman a little bit about a kissing technique and how I could improve it. And then she goes to the middleman and goes, uh, Michael here is thinking um, that perhaps that he could learn from you. Anyway, and then you know, it's a, everybody's a middleman, remember? That's right. I get it. I yeah, get it. But but then you see how right. they all form a relationship, even though, you know, in, in a weird, different way. And then there's also going to be lots of tension, do you think? Tension. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. There's all, all the shows are about um, complicated three-way relationships these days. All the shows. All of the shows. Uh, the Wire. <laughs> yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I mean, even putting, even old shows. I'm just putting the dog out of made, the room. Sorry. Even old shows that have been made, they're now about the complicated three-person relationships. Um, Andy, I want you to know that I've written all of that down: Middleman Inc. and Middleman Society. Great. I, I hope that as separate ideas. Oh, you think so? Alistair, come on, okay. come on! You're telling me you're telling me that Middleman Inc. Right. Get it gets to have the credit for the for the croissant idea for the kissing. It's middleman and get the credit for the kissing idea. Even the bit where they were they were swapping around and kissing each other. Okay, <laughs> kissing your wife, middleman. I'll write that one down specifically. Yeah, I mean, isn't it interesting that if we were in a full middleman society, right, and you were kissing your middleman and your middleman was kissing your wife yeah. and you found out that the middleman was enjoying your kissing more than your wife was, right? So the middleman really likes the kissing. You fall in love with the middleman, right? And then now, your wife has to become Your the wife mi- becomes the middleman. You have to kiss your wife <laughs> who kisses him. <laughs> and we know she doesn't like your kissing that much. Yeah. And then he falls out of love with you. <laughs> Because oh, he's no. only getting these second-hand these kisses things. from your wife, who he's not that into. Yeah. That's really interesting. I think that's a really... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. Well, this this story is actually getting me going, you know? I'm, I'm get, feeling get, very... Getting my creative juices flowing, Andy. Mm, is that you've, what they are? You've absolutely got me. <laughs> you've absolutely got me completely uh, creatively moistened. Oh, my top bottom you've, is thrumming. <laughs> my top is thrumming. You all. You use that word. It's like it's like people using cunt. Like you use it so sparingly, but you always use it in the perfect moment. So it always has maximum effectiveness. <laughs> You know, thrumming. Because oh. <laughs> does it mean like vibrating and kind of? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I picture yeah. I picture strumming, but without the fingers. You know, it's mm. like a self strumming thing. 
Yeah, it's self-strumming, and it's, there's a little bit of electricity happening as well, I think, oh, you know, for me. Yeah. Like little little pulses. I would say it's self-strumming. So that way, <laughs> that's how you mm. get thrumming. That's what the the thumb strum. That's the thumb strum. The thumb in, strum. Uh, in, in guitaring. Guitaring yeah. would be the... Uh, the existence of Guitar Hero su- suggests no, the existence villain. of Guitar Villain. Yes, and none of a Guitar Coward. <laughs> oh, and there's another universe and in a, which... And a, and a, a Guitar draft, draft Dodger. Yes, a Guitar Conscientious Objector. <laughs> I will not play the guitar. Well, I'm actually a guitar Quaker, so I am not playing guitar on religious grounds. I am not playing along to the Beatles' greatest hits. This is nothing. No, this is something. <laughs> it's just, it's it's stupid, but it is. It does, you know. Once you once you create something, then it means mm. other things can now exist because of it. Correct. You know, it's not um, without your grandma. I remember at my my grandma's eightieth. Just being like, seventy percent of us are here. Maybe like eighty percent of us here today are only exist because Nana gave birth to a few people. Yeah, and you go, yeah, oh, that's, that's true. It's crazy. You go, whoa, and it's the same thing with the person who created Guitar Hero, the one person were, who created. Were you giving us? Were you giving a speech? Is that something you said in your so. speech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. All right. Did you get any good laughs? Do you have any? Uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I think that one. Uh, I always feel pretty uncomfortable in front of uh, family members and stuff like that. I I don't know if you know this about me, but I tend to, if I'm not in front of somebody I'm very comfortable with, I tend to kind of uh, retreat into myself unless mm. I have planned stuff. To talk about. like Yeah, yeah. like or bits that I've already pre-written. But you're un- but you're uncomfortable. You but you're more uncomfortable around your family members. You think? Well, extended family, yeah, I would say. Yeah, right. Because especially now that I have the label that you know the fact that I've been a comedian or whatever, that yeah, sure. that makes things much much worse. Mm. So then my instinct is to not be funny at all. <laughs> Because then it can't be criticized. What you know, like you can't yeah. try to be funny and then fail. Yeah, and I think what that that's, I l- I've just uncovered a huge part of my personality that I I've just I'm actually making a lot of progress in this uh, <laughs> in this podcast. What yeah. is potentially the best episode of uh, Two in the Think Tank ever, due to the high standard for sketches. Mm. Well, that kissing bit earlier was pretty good. Yeah, of course. I, what I like is my my sister's friends have decided that they're all just going to call me oh funny guy. Is that what they've decided? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I started to not like. Uh, I, I did. I, I didn't like it to start with, but now I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like. I like the small amount of contempt. Maybe not even that small. That's uh, that's contained within it. Yeah, that's good. That is good. I yeah. I think it's hard having like people who are. You know how like there's some people that just seem conscious, and there's some people who seem like NPCs. Mm, and because sure. and because you don't see maybe extended family as much, and they kind of yeah. all work regular jobs, it's kind of easy to see them as NPCs. <laughs> Yep. Right. And so to have people that are extended, you know, relationships like your sister's friends who tease you like they're conscious human beings, Mm. (laughs) um, I think, you know, that that's probably a better system. And this is slightly unrelated, but like being tangentially connected to um, famous people as we are, right? Yeah. It is. It is also a bit like sometimes we have a guest star in our lives, or somebody just doing a cameo. Yeah, sure. You know, you, yeah. when you get to <laughs> hang out with like a a big actor, you're like, oh, they're yeah. in this episode. Yeah, I've That's I've had fun. a moment in my life where where I had a guest star, Josh Thomas, appear. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, it's 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 not that different different from uh, you know being with somebody who is a TV show. 
Yeah. You know, in our lives, Sean McAuliffe had a multi-episode arc. That's right, yeah. An occasion. Multi-season. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, for how many seasons did we do? Ten? Uh, oh, I, guess I like, don't know. I do always we... say six, but you, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure it was you more than that. You didn't start like season nine. This is six years, you say. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe that's about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's which, you're, you're which f- doesn't forgetting. seem like that long. But then I think back, and I'm like, I don't remember the start of that. Or when I do remember bits from the start of it, I'm like, I was a wildly different person. Well, you, you didn't have any children. I didn't have any children, but I was just some little guy, you know? I didn't have any of the confidence that I have now. Yeah, really. Andy, I think you've always had the confidence that you have now. Probably. Um, A sort of, like, dismissive kind of... uh... (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. You haven't... haven't, I think in some ways your perception of me is wildly wrong. Yeah? Yeah. No, no, no. no. This is like... This is the confidence to be in a conversation with somebody and then go into your laptop and start working and be <laughs> right in a kind of not not negative way. It's actually impressive in that you can do it, but also <laughs> but also dismissive of, you know, the people that you're in conversation with while like I don't have time for this. I have to be working right now. To be working in a public place whilst going into a private mode, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, is that is that confidence or is that um, it's maybe a something confidence? Something wrong with me mentally? Sure, but that's fine. It's, it's, I think confidence can be something wrong with someone. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it probably is a lot of the like, time. I, don't, I still, other than like. I see, you know, I have a lot of problems with people talking about confidence, right? They should, they say, oh, you should do this because it makes you look more confident and things like that. You go, it doesn't seem to me like confidence is anything more than a trick. Mm. Yeah, all confidence is a trick. They yeah. talk about confidence tricks. Confidence, that's a trick. Yeah, like, like so people are like, well, you know, you don't seem confident if you do that. You go, it doesn't matter. I'm not confident. You don't. <laughs> well, I don't people have an <clears throat> accurate impression of me. I don't think you need to be confident to it <coughs> to achieve things. You just need to do the things, right? No, like go- but but confidence is is a kind of because because sometimes you need other people to believe you can do the things, right? And that's what the confidence is, right? Well, and it's I, I don't know if that is the confidence. That can be a track record, right? It can be a track yeah. record. I mean, in the absence of a track record, I think confidence mm. helps. But having uh, evidence that you can do the thing mm. is is the alternative to pretending or looking like you can do the thing. Yeah, but also once you once you as a as a species once you invent confidence, right? There's an evolutionary advantage to people who are able to just cr- look confident without having anything to back it up right because they haven't wasted any of the you know it's like it's like um it's like animals that look like poisonous animals without being poisonous yeah right they they mimic something so uh they don't have to do all the work the expend all the energy of actually making the poison they can just uh yes yeah but those are great for short relationship uh interactions mm. right mm. So, you know, if, for example, you look poisonous and you're not poisonous, yeah. right? That's yeah. great if you are going to interact with a thing and then <laughs> and then you never see it again. Sure. Right? Because if it somehow discovers that you're not poisonous or it meets another one like you and accidentally yeah. eats it or something like that, and then it goes, oh, these are not poisonous. That's great. Or it's, these ones are actually delicious. These are actually the most delicious things, right? And the same thing, that if you have the confidence and then you get the thing – you get yeah. the job and then you don't have any of the skill then then you may not get hired again and then the co- the confidence actually becomes you are a fucking insane person who acts confident when you've got nothing yeah but you know would it would it be funny to <laughs> to to for everybody to know that this person is a fraud for whatever reason but to continue to keep them around because they like the confidence, you know, like I like you, his confidence. <laughs> yeah, 
You know, uh, like yeah, I do like that. Have a have a like have a long term relationship with somebody, right? Who's completely hollow. They've got nothing to to back up anything they say, and everybody and they keep letting everybody down, right? But the confidence is is enough, and they continue to be. You know, you maybe it could be part of your friendship group, somebody you just have around. Maybe it would be quite useful, right, to have somebody with a lot of confidence that you could use in your group when you need them. But oh, but then I, that's something. I mean, then it's a valuable skill. I mean, I think in this case, it can be a valuable skill, like when you, like when you watch a terrible program and you go, mm. well, if these people can get people who write like this can get a TV show up. Mm then that really boosts your motivation. And to think to think that if there's somebody who is your superior mm. at, at, a big, yeah. at a big corporation who has no skills whatsoever, but <laughs> lots of confidence, that would make you try because you're yeah. like, well, if he can get, get promoted, then maybe I can too. That's great. I think that's a lovely um, dynamic to have in a, in a business that – They've got this guy. Everybody knows he's, he's bad, but he's so, it motivates the staff so much. It's created this really positive work environment. Productivity is through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, great. I was thinking about the poisonous animals thing. And, yeah. like, and, it's, and it's, there's this interesting thing where, like, the poisonous animals, they're, they're never camouflaged, Right. They're always super bright, crazy colors yeah. that are highly, highly visible. And there's this, there's this, oh, I've, I've, I'm losing my grip on the thought. But there's this um, weird two-way relationship between being, uh, re- oh, no, it's gone. But being Fuck, like, it was so but, clear. But like being deadly. And but not afraid, like not needing to camouflage, like just like being right in your face. Yeah, I'm so deadly. Right, like, there is right, but there is also a confidence like, to that. Yeah, but also if you were really bright like that, you would have to be poisonous in order to to get away with it. Mm. So, like <laughs> you you know, there there could be like an evolutionary advantage for uh for. Um, for predators to when they see something really if, when 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 it's really easy to catch something when something's really visible, yeah, they're like, well, not that one, obviously. I don't want that one. <laughs> I want something that's hard to get. Yeah. So you could imagine, like, let's say, for some reason, if um, you know, predators, like you know, big carnivore carnivorous animals, started to. Uh, enter our society and for some reason we mm. weren't able to stop it they were able to breed very uh very quickly and things like that and it just became a huge mm. issue nature has turned on us due to our what we've done to the climate and all that kind of stuff anyway uh you could imagine for some reason that uh tradies people who are wearing a lot of uh fluoro high vis yeah, yeah. high vis and stuff like that suddenly are surviving at greater rates because the animals aren't even bothering to attack them because they just assume that they're highly poisonous yeah, but also, you know, a lot of the time, tradies might have a lot of muscular strength and access to portable power tools. So maybe they would be able to defend themselves. Sure. And then maybe there'd be an evolutionary advantage for the rest of us to start dressing like tradies and talking like tradies, even though we're not tradies and we don't have any of the tradie genetics. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, but in this case, I was just saying it's because of the poison thing because that's what, the, what, they've, what they've grown up yeah. to learn in the wild. Yes, um, no, I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree. But, um, but like... In it, 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 you can also imagine though that, like, if the way that we'd communicated this to predators that we're poisonous wasn't through bright colours, but was through other some other thing that made you very visible, right, or very noticeable. So you might singing you and might, dancing. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that in that in 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 uh, in the wild, there are some frogs that. Uh, all, all frogs look pretty look pretty bland and you know boring dull colors but there are some frogs that are very like yoohoo <laughs> or possibly maybe that's the evolutionary story of Michigan Michigan J frog that's why he was 
Come on, my honey. Come yeah, on, he's my singing darling. like that because he's actually quite a poisonous toad or whatever. Mm. Um, be crazy if he was a toad and his name was Michigan J. Frog. Um, a nematode, yes. <laughs> um, but also, you know, you hear a lot of about, you know, people who are in the sort of the singing and dancing business as being quite toxic a lot of the time. It's quite a toxic culture. There you go. Maybe that's it. Uh, I, I, I wonder. Uh, Andy... Um, I have at least five sketch ideas. So would you consider, and stop me if I'm uh, getting ahead, if I was to go to three words from a listener? I think it would be a mercy, Alastair, for all concerned. Great. Well, uh, these three words come from Amazing Mike Lee. Amazing Mike Lee? And for those who don't know, you know, three words from a listener, well, that's if you join our Patreon uh, you know, you can you can suggest three words. You just send it to us through the Patreon, and then uh, I eventually find them, and uh, and then mm. we we do them on this thing. Now, Mike Lee has has um, has sent in three words, and he was wondering if you could guess them. Um, yeah, maybe starting with the first one, hippopotamus. Definitely not. No, the first one is dance. Okay. Now, dance. Yeah. Okay. The second word is also dance. It's dance, dance, evolution is the uh, the three words. Uh, no, you're incorrect with the second one. Oh. But with the third one, you are you've definitely started with the right letter. Oh. <laughs> so it's dance based. Dance based. It's not dance based evolution, is it? Because that is just what we were discussing. No, 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 it's not. No. Economy. Dance-based economy. Andy, it is dance-based economy. Of course it is, because that's the kind of shit we would come up with. He's really, he's, he knows us. It's amazing to be known. he's feeding us the food that we like. Now, now that, Andy, you and I have shared a brain, you know, after doing this podcast for so long, yeah. it's it's only makes sense because listeners hear as much of us talking as as we do mm, yeah and so therefore they are going to start sharing your brain mm, so our there- contagious brain like that dog <laughs> that dog contagious <gasps> dog genital cancer yeah that's our brains but imagine now. that that's contagious our- brain if you put like kind of like nits if you put your brain your head too close to another person your brain yeah. goes out through your eyes or ears or whatever little chunks mm come out and they oh. get into the other people's brains and they start turning it into your brain. It's a great um it's a great concept for a uh, a horror movie. It's a new kind of zombie or invasion of the body snatchers type thing where it's just one individual with a contagious sort of personality or identity <laughs> that is through some sort of brain molecules <laughs> yeah. spreading through the population. So you end up with a lot of people who they're actually just that person pretending to be the person they were. Yeah. You know? Like but but they So, so like a, yeah. a bad impersonation of the person. Like if your beloved became uh, got got infected with this, yeah. it would turn into this person doing an impersonation of your beloved. If yeah. they if they're trying to hide and, that is. And I suppose if you were doing this movie and you did it with someone like Christopher Walken. Mm. He was like patient zero. Yeah. And then That's good. and then all the people are doing impersonations of Christopher Walken. Uh I think that that's a movie that would sell. Yeah, I think that's great. It's a bit a bit being John Malkovich but it's also not. It's very different. It's very different. It's, we don't have any a, we don't have any of the depth. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry that's how we pitch it in the in the in the meeting don't worry if you think this is like uh being john Malkovich, it has none of the depth it doesn't doesn't this one yeah it's i can see why you think that but this one it doesn't mean anything it's not trying to say anything you, you know how being john Malkovich, you discover more things in it every time you watch it not with this one you find less and less uh, but hang on, we were saying something else. Oh, yeah, no, I, 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 I pretend to do that with my children. I pretend that my brain jumps out of my head, yeah, <laughs> and, and squel- squelches around on the dinner table, and then jumps into their head. Wow, and then they, they start ha- acting they, like you. 
Yeah, but they they actually hate that game. <laughs> it really stresses them out. Yeah, right, because of the brain jumping out of your head? Yeah, I, I think they feel bad for my brain. Yeah, sure. Squelching around on the table. Have you ever showed them uh, that that um, super dry or whatever ad where the tongue comes out of the extra dry, maybe? It was extra dry you know when the what? tongue falls out of the mouth? Yeah. It, amazingly, we never have. We never have spent any time watching beer ads together With from you the and your <laughs> early 2000s. I know. The other day I showed my kid. <laughs> uh, I showed because my kids were talking about the Titanic, but this was before any Titanic stuff was relevant. It's just oh, yeah. another kid that talks about Titanic. And so then suddenly the idea of like disasters started kind of being around. <laughs> and then I showed uh, Otis a, a video of 9-11. And then I went... <laughs> And then as soon as Whoa. I started, then I started to go, Whoa. I, went, I went, oh, this is too early to talk about 9-11. Alistair. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, fortunately, it's one of the few disasters which has its own, it, 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 has, it has an appropriate age range built into the name of the disaster. <laughs> That's really good. Um, and I would wait closer to 11, I think. Yeah. You just don't need to know about it. It's like, as soon as it was like, but what happened to the people who were flying it? And I go, oh, yeah, this is actually too intense to talk about. I didn't even show the towers falling. It was just one going into the building. The first Alistair, one. I cannot believe that you thought this was a <laughs> fucking <sighs> hell. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty advanced, so it's yeah. uh, you know it's this kind of advanced parenting where I get the terror into them really early. <laughs> My kids in an accelerated program of For learning about the terror, the horrors of reality. Yeah, um, I have told much... them about climate change though, but nine eleven. Mm. You know, you got to get onto that. <laughs> My kid is jaded at a university level. It's funny because when you talk about the Titanic, people don't really think about that much about the people that died. You kind of just go, oh, whatever. I mean, I guess you do. You do think about uh, it. Yeah, I think about it a bit. Yeah. When I think about the running along the corridors, I, yeah. that, that, that stresses me out. Yeah, the falling. That bit feels like a nightmare. The falling when the, the boat mm. tilts up and that kind of stuff. But I would think I yeah. would have been one of those per- people who got a really good spot and held on pretty tight, and <laughs> you know, I could have, I would have been okay. Yeah, I, I genuinely feel I would have been okay. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. When for me, when a when a boat starts, you know, angling, I have a a pretty good instinct on where to run and s- s- mm. hide behind. But I do worry about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> What's she gonna do? Uh, I do like I do like God, I genuinely I hope somebody have, looks after her. I have I genuinely have this feeling that like I'm like if I was in a Titanic type situation, I worry about whether or not Indiana would get into the right spot. Even though I think that we'd probably be running together. Yeah, you know. But I would be, I'd be like ah. Oh. I'd she, be a bit just, ahead probably just because I'm while, a little bit faster. While I yeah, I'd, while I I don't. I like to believe that this wouldn't happen. I feel I, she feels like a faller. <laughs> I have to tell her I said this now. I already feel guilty. Um, all right. We got to go to dance-based eco- economy. Yeah, dance-based economy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it feels like if you uh, if you were paying for something with a dance, presumably the dance would involve a certain number of moves, right? It would yeah. be a set amount of dance. And then they'd have to give you your change, which would be, you know, to a, a, a smaller, you know, to break down a few of those moves. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine if it was like way. even just social economy. Like think of it like mm. as imagine if instead of a wave, right, when yes. you see somebody – and we didn't have one move. It was you have to make up a new move, and that is interesting. You have to give them a a personalized thing, and the more the more effort you put into it, the more reverence you're paying, the more respectful it is. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I mean, the wave, it really is, it is a dance move, yeah. right, that has, has made it in the real world. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crossover success. Absolutely, um, yeah. Like something from the country charts that makes it into the billboard charts. It, it went from dance into just general communication. And, you know, maybe other things like, you know, high fives and, you know, those little sure. – you know, some people have elaborate high fives. That's a that's a type of small, um, you know, two-person two dance. Yeah, I mean, a high five is amazing that it also kind of – it could, could be said to have come from the clapping world. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, which is you but know maybe might have been maybe from clapping th- was a dance. Maybe clapping was a dance. It could have crossed over from the bug killing world though into <laughs> you know. I think cla- clapping is one of the the bug killing methods yeah. that has crossed over into the mainstream. Well, not it's almost a path that's been that they they kind of they blazed that path and then probably mm. nuked it and made it like you know impossible for anything else. Any other <laughs> to come from from bug killing? Yeah, yeah. There's not mu- there's not much else from yeah. bug killing. You know, wearing a a big backpack and spraying poison all over the floor <laughs> yeah, hasn't really it. made it. Yeah, no. hasn't made it. Stomping has a little bit, you know, yeah. to, as a way of for like a child to express anger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but oh, actually, more maybe that, more that's made it into dance. Yeah, <laughs> maybe as a way to try to make it into the mainstream because it realizes it wasn't going to be able to make it in uh, into the mainstream through bug killing anymore. It's interesting. Maybe all the big innovation in gestures. Yeah, maybe it can we can trace it all back to bug killing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, mal- malaria is one of the biggest killers, uh, you know, uh, worldwide, yeah. and so mosquito killing is a huge. You know, it's it's an important thing. Um, Absolutely, and so it it is. It is. You know, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to live in a country with malaria and hear a mosquito while you're laying in bed. Yeah. Oh, oh, Alice, there. That's right in my ears, man. That's ah, that's really horrible. <laughs> that is. I'm right there, and I'm feeling really stressed out. You know, the thing, and then you like slap the side of your head because you're like, oh, it's right next to my ear now. And you slap that, it, and then you just hear. This would be a good. Um, yeah. Do you think we could make a creature, like, creature feature um, horror movie with a mosquito? You're just a single oh, mosquito. One mosquito. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, our it'd be amazing for our effects budget. You know, we just need to hear that. That sound, yeah, and you know it would be, oh, and it would be a bit like the a quiet place or something like that because you wouldn't want to be in an environment with any noise because then you would not be able to hear the mosquito coming, yeah. right? So you'd be trying to like make everything as silent as possible. This is a really good idea, yeah. And then you know when everything is as silent as possible, then you hear that sound. But also that somebody has like a, an almost instant reaction to it. Like it's like it's like a. It's either like a vomiting disease or like a just yeah. a, like an instant dying disease. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it would probably be pretty horrible, right? You'd be seeping and weeping and, you know, pus and blisters and stuff. It sure. just happens. Sure. You know. Love that. Kind of bit like, you know, that one, that disease from Outbreak, that movie where they kind of bleed from the eyes and stuff like that? The movie's called Buzzkill. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Turn on the light, and everybody slapping each other. Yeah, I guess if you kept moving like that, you'd be like, you know, maybe you're just like, you know, people are sitting under, like, yeah, under well, sort of. It, uh, it's also a bit nets. like, um, it's also a bit like Nightmare on Elm Street because you can't sleep, right? Yeah. It gets you when you sleep. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. But it's just one, and it's in town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you're at a campsite. <laughs> no, you need to be around in a yeah. in an environment with lots of sources of noise and oh yeah, okay stuff. I think for well for that a- aspect, which is not you know that's not a deal breaker for me, Alistair. Yeah, no, no, don't no. take me off the project. Don't take me off the project. Well, you know, you could have a, like you know, there's a family up there, you know, up up 
you know, up, up, that are doing like setting off fireworks or something like that, and then you end up having a mm. huge confrontation with them. Yeah, and then there's more threats of violence from there, and you're like, just fucking the 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 mosquitoes here. Yeah, and that's our real enemy. And then and you then see the mosquitoes... one of them start to vomit or whatever. <laughs> and then you're trying to shoot the mosquito with the fireworks. Yeah, there's all this friendly fire. You're hitting everybody else. That's great, especially one of those one of those tube ones there that lets out like mm. poof poof. That would yeah, be kind of cool. Fun. You see it land on somebody's face, and you dive for the fireworks, and then you aim it at their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. It's pretty good. Yeah. I look. I think that within the year. Oh wait, wait we got to write buzzkill, buzzkill, the singular mosquito horror film. Mm. It's probably been done. Yeah. Yeah, everything's been done. Yeah, well, but not, not the I'm way excited. that we've done it. We've got a lot of scenes already, Andy. Yeah, and, the pieces uh, are all there. And uh, that guy says that all you need is 70 scenes. All you need is you just get a, a, a an index card and you just write a scene. And then once you have somewhere something like 60 or 70 scenes, then you've got a feature film. Hey, Alistair, that's actually quite inspiring. That's good advice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Uh, what's his name? Who sounds like what I was just doing? Um, Robert something? No. No, no, no. This was... Uh, it was just David Lynch. Oh, right. Oh. That, that guy. Oh, David Lynch. Yeah, that does sound like David Lynch. Good job. Thank you. Hello. It is April 5th, Friday. <laughs> it is sunny. <laughs> Beautiful day. Anyway, all right, shall I take us through the sketch ideas? Yeah, thank you. We've got guy who corrects things that don't need to be corrected. Andy, it's not our greatest, but it got us on the board. Yes. And I think we could have a lot of fun with this guy. We got the front bottom system. Mouth is the top bottom. Feet are the bottom bottom. <laughs> um, yes. We got middleman ink. This is when we really started getting moving. Uh, and and including Middleman University, right? And this is a company mm-hmm. that will add middlemen to your transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Middleman Society, where everyone is a middleman. Kissing your wife, middleman. Then maybe eventually mm. kissing your middleman through your wife. Kissing your wife. That's a middleman. That's a middleman. Everything's a middleman. Then we got guitar conscientious objectors. Um, mm. and of course, in the guitar... Uh, coward world, you know, that kind of thing. Then we got mm. keeping someone around who has nothing to back up their confidence, but you like their confidence. And then having them as like a your superior because uh, others think it's that inspiring. they could, yeah, they could get promoted uh, because they're inspired by how garbage, how garbage this person is and how the fact it, that they it could, could succeed. Be, it could also be like, it could be a scene in which there's this boss who's really terrible, right? Yeah. And um. But then, in a in a private moment, talking to somebody else, they reveal that all of their incompetence is just part of like this advanced level management strategy in which you inspire your workers by making them have contempt for you. Yeah, that's interesting. I like that a lot. Um, should I write in brackets? Could be big mm. ruse. Um, but the inspire. contempt management strategy, yeah. Hey, man, you know what about you know what they say about inspiring contempt? It's inspiring. At least you're inspiring. I he- what you say? I inspire contempt. You know what I hear? I'm, I'm inspiring. inspiring. <laughs> People find me inspiring. Then we have the using singing and dancing to uh, communicate that you're poisonous. Mm. Then we've got um, Contagious Brain. Christopher Walken is Patient Zero and everyone. Yes. Uh, the Christopher Walken dead. The Christopher Walken dead. Wow. <laughs> the Christopher Walken alive. Hey. Uh, moves. Making it into the mainstream uh, from mm-hmm. from dancing and killing bugs. 
And then, of course, Buzzkill, the singular mosquito horror film. Correct. Hello and um, I mean goodbye. Hello. <laughs> Hello and goodbye. All right, you can always follow us on Twitter at uh, Two and Tank or Alistair TB or at Stupid Old Andy. You can find us on Instagram at Two and Tank. You can find me at A Trombley Birchall. We're, we're looking at, get, at getting onto uh, Blue Sky. If oh man, got I would love to get onto Blue, that Blue Sky. I want to get on there and I want to get a, get our handles. You know. Oh get yeah, our handles. Yeah, I want to get a handle on this Blue Sky. And I, if anybody has a, a Blue Sky. Uh, invite, can you send it to us? Please. Please. We're trying to get started while it's small before it becomes the society's town square. That's right. Um, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you can always listen to the Do Go On podcast or the Weekly Planet. You know, they're, they're, they got good things. Um, yeah. Listen, Who knew it with Matt Stewart? Listen, you can yeah. buy Gustav and Henry, Volume 1 or Volume 2. And you know what? If you want to get in touch with me directly, I'll send you a copy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, we can come to an arrangement. Wow, an arrangement. You should message Andy. Mm. If anything, if uh, – if you know, at the very least, it's just a great opportunity to interact with Andy. There you go. I'll take it. You can send me a message. I don't have anything to send you. And I've actually have. Did you, did you know somebody contacted me from based off of the book Cheat Pod? Um, and she was like, oh, "Send me a page of White Noise," which was an episode I, I did on. I talked about uh, White yeah. Noise being my favorite book, and she sent me the the front page of her white noise copy so I could sign it and and, and it's been three years and I haven't managed to get it back to her. <laughs> <laughs> so she sent you the front page. It's yeah. like just a the, she cut out the front page. Yeah, because she was going to send me the whole book to sign and then she was like, actually, that's going to be super expensive to post. <laughs> and so then, and then at one <laughs> point I managed to send do it. it today. Do at, it today. At one, at one point I managed to send it and it was like two years in, and then. And then it came back because I didn't fill out something properly. Oh, my God. It was insane. Anyway, I'm trying to get it back to her. Tamed Shrew. That's how she's communicating. <sighs> that's the name she's communicated with me as. Um, and we, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.